0: BG Mania, a video game music podcast for June 23rd, 2021, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You're listening to Rift Apart from Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, released June 11th, 2021, composed by Mark Mothersbaugh and Wataru Hokayama. BG Maniacs, welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and we'll be doing something a bit different today, but more on that in just a second. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review on there to help our visibility in terms of search results.
1: Okay, so
0: Frank has been an extremely busy dude as of late and was unable to meet up with me to knock out this week's show. However, Kyle and I this week had a stellar discussion on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, the game we're focusing on today. And from what I can tell, there aren't a ton of crossover listeners between BG Mania and the Level Down Games podcast. And if you aren't listening to the LDG podcast, I highly implore you to check it out at some point. A lot of work goes into it weekly, and from what we've been told, it's usually pretty good. But because a vast majority of you have likely not heard the conversation on that show, and because I really don't want to do multiple multiple solo podcast episodes this week, as it's pretty draining and boring for me, I'm going to edit in that discussion Kyle and I had in between the tracks for this week. So, before we cut to that, let's get the episode started with the first block of three tracks. Keep in mind, because this is a solo focus episode, I'm not going to mention every time that these tracks are from Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Just know... Everything is from that game, which was released on June 11th, 2021, and everything you're hearing today is composed by Mark Mothersbaugh and Wataru Hokayama. You're listening to Festival of Heroes. You're listening to Sweet Home Sargasso. You're listening to Ride Through the Omniverse. You're here with me, and we are actually talking about a game that I briefly talked about last week when it was just myself on the show. We're talking more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, a game you and I have been just, man, I think we've fallen in love with this game.
2: I honestly have. I have put more time into this
0: game, I think, than I anticipated putting into it. You're probably further ahead of me now. You think Because, so? well, yeah, you played when I was streaming and you got to watch, like, the E3 conferences while playing the game. Oh, uh, so I, was, I wasn't playing Ratchet & Clank while I was playing, but you
2: did have to edit the videos and upload them and stuff like that, so, or watch, I didn't play while I was watching your streams and stuff, but at, at any rate, yeah, you, you had a lot more to do than I did over the weekend, and so I did play
0: a bit. I made it to the like scrapyard, the third area. The scrapyard. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am further than you.
2: No, 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 no. I've I've had more than three areas. I am just trying to think.
0: The scrapyard, uh, like where you, where you go to get your communicator fixed. It's not. I guess it's not really a scrapyard, but is it like a wide open it. desert? No, no. It's like in space, and it's like um, it's the second area you go to with Rivet and Clank. When you're trying to get your communicator fixed, it's after you leave um Sargasso. Is it is it like a space station? Yeah, sort of. Oh okay, okay, okay. Sort of, yeah. I guess I guess space station, I guess probably better way to say it than scrapyard, but I think it's called scrapyard or something. It's called something like that. Like, I think, I think you name. might be
2: right. Yeah, but there's there's like a bunch of spaceships like parked on there and there's mechanics yeah. around. Yep. Yeah. And then there's like a nightclub.
0: Yeah. That's yep, it. Yep. yep. That's where I'm at. Okay, right on That's a that's actually a really cool area It's a smaller area uh, Yeah, it seems a lot smaller Because the other two You know, the the main planets that you've been on The one with Ratchet, the one with Rivet They're okay, they're open They're not as open as I thought Like I mentioned last week But um, they are much more open than the other Ratchet games
2: The next one you're about to go to is much more open Good, it is a, good It is a very large open area uh, Not like, I still wouldn't call it open world It's just a wide open level Um but yeah, this this game has just blown me away with the different worlds that you're going to... You know, I, I really thought I would be blown away with, like, the whole... This this rift mechanic of, of tethering yourself into rifts and pulling yourself into different places. Not that that isn't completely incredible. There are some sequences where you are going through these kind of interdimensional portals that is just mind-boggling, but... That being said, I'm most impressed by the different worlds that they've created and how unbelievably good it looks.
0: Yeah, it is It is truly a stunning game. Definitely probably... Oh, probably the best so far on ps5 in terms of visuals i would uh probably would
2: would, say well and when we talk about that i think maybe the best looking game i've ever played i know that sounds crazy because it's not like a photorealistic mm. game right that yeah, it is right it is kind of in this cartoony you know fun style very bright colors lots of weird effects going on all over the place but it just is so crisp looking so clean now and you can you can play it in different modes of kind of graphical fidelity too. You can play it in sixty FPS, but then it goes down to two K, I think, like a fourteen forty.
0: Yeah, is that yeah, right? There's three, yeah, there's I, th- I no, I think if it's in four K, it's just ten eighty. It's
2: thirty FPS with ray tracing.
0: Or, uh, no, I'm sorry. If it's sixty, it's ten eighty with ray tracing or something. Is that what like it is? That. And then if it's 4K, it's 30, but then there's another one that's like a more balanced mode. They have three options.
2: Right, Right. and I'm playing it on 4K,
0: 30 FPS with ray tracing. Okay, I'm playing on the balanced mode, whatever that ends up doing for me.
2: Yeah, the TV that I'm playing on is 75 inches. And I would rather the good resolution than the fast frame rate, I think, for, for the purpose of the TV that I'm playing on. I think if I was on a smaller TV, I might go for the faster frame rate. Uh, but, I mean, I don't notice any dips in frame rate at the 30 anyways. It looks just gorgeous. And at 4K, I mean, it's it's like you said, it's visually stunning.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. And even just on how I've been seeing, because I think mine varies between like... 1080 and 2K, or whatever, at different times. I'm not sure exactly what it's doing when it's doing that, like, balanced mode, or whatever. You're listening to Ode to Nefarious. You're listening to Blizzard Primed and Ready. You're listening to Molinoth Means Paradise. I did, like I said last week, I I was kind of going into this and I set myself up because I thought it was going to be open and it's cool that the next planet is, but did you notice that like when they had the presentation for the game in that state of play, they showcased the second planet, the the Sargasso with with Rivet when you're riding around on those little Skeeters. And he's like, this is just like one of the ways you're able to do this thing. And when I was going through that, I was like, wait a second, this is the only way to do this. Like, there was no other way. So they made it seem like there were going to be, like, multiple ways to go about and do things. And at least to what I've noticed so far, that hasn't been the case. Yeah, I'd say that's probably true. I think more along the lines of what he's
2: talking about is, is one of the ways that you're going to be able to travel around the world. There are
0: ways coming up. I think up. that's probably what he meant, but I, yeah. but I think it was... Poorly, poorly communicated executed probably executed during the state of play yeah, yeah. <laughs> now
2: to to that effect too there there is a mode coming up in in the next world that you'll get to that is really fun, a really fun way to travel around the world that you get, I mean, you get kind of addicted to this this way that you'll be a ratchet in this next world. And you get addicted to the way that he's moving around. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's really, really fun. And you have to use it in pretty clever ways in order to get certain items and stuff. The, the way that they've kind of, and, and like I said, those rift portals that you're tethering yourself to and, and pulling into the pocket rifts,
0: the pocket dimensions that you have to go into to collect certain things. That's what I've really been enjoying, the optional content that, that's kind of like littered throughout the different there's worlds. there's quite a bit of it. There is, yeah. Even on the first, you know, two planets, and I'm, I'm sure there's even more when they get bigger, so... I mean, it's kind of cool. And and there's even areas that you, I'm assuming, are going to have to come back to because I was able to explore most of the second planet. But there was still like one area that I just couldn't get up there yet.
2: Yes. The the planet that you're on, the space station that you're on right now, there is a golden bolt that I cannot get. And I'm positive it's something that I haven't unlocked yet.
0: Yes. And I like that because that brings in more metroidvania aspects Absolutely, i yeah. guess um and you know what it's, it's it's a lot reminds me of uh funny enough uh, jedi fallen order in that regard yeah. honestly there's a lot of comparison
2: to be made there i think and and another game that i loved for the kind of different travel aspects of it
0: me too great game i think it's getting a ps5 xbox series x as soon i believe i saw if, that yeah if it's not already if it's not already so You're listening to Cascading Entropic Fissure. You're listening to Glitch in the System. You're listening to the Battle for Sargasso. soundtrack, man. I've been loving what Mark Mothersbaugh did for the soundtrack. You know, the guy from uh, the the B-52s or whatever. What, what yes. were they called? Uh, Devo, right? No. Devo, yeah. Yeah, it was Devo. Is that right? I think it was Devo. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Uh, anytime he's involved with music for for video games it's always so out there and it's uh-huh. always so different because you know he did the music for uh, for the one of the crash bandicoots as well
2: you know I was I was messaging a buddy of mine about pretty much about everything about this game the the soundtrack the colors the visuals the gameplay you know and he he mentioned even with the soundtrack but the way that the game looks and the way that the game plays he says we're starting to get to this uncanny valley a little bit of video game where we're starting to catch up to like animated movies almost. Oh, absolutely. And there are there are parts where you'll you'll have a cutscene in this game and the cutscene will end and I won't know the cutscene ended. I just standing it's cons- there waiting. <laughs> yeah, about 3 seconds later I'm like, "Oh, it's my turn," you know? And I and then I've got to move. Um, but it looks that good. It's just really, really impressive. And and I mean the music plays right into that too. The music is not phoned in at all. It feels like a like an original soundtrack for, you know, some big animated film.
0: Yeah, the the tracks feel long. They get I mean they they feel trippy at times, but I mean you're you're kind of in this trippy Situation, right? You're in this interdimensional mm-hmm. thing with all these weird things going on, and and I think the actual music, I you know, I was just kind of sitting there listening to it. I was like, man, this really, really captures that sci-fi feel really well, and I think that's been adding a lot to my enjoyment of the game, just because. I've been having a blast. I've been going out there, and, and it's also been fun trying to collect all of the Raritanium. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned the, the Golden Bolts, which they... I, I actually like that they do things in the game. Oh, right? yeah, like me too. As, as you collect them, they, say, change the color of your weapon or, you know... They call them cheat various, codes in the game. Yeah, more or less, they're cheat codes, but really, they just... Affect certain cosmetic things, and you know, I at least from what I've collected so far, I haven't noticed any that drastically change anything about the game. But it does allow a little bit of customization. Same thing with the uh, the pieces of armor. You know, now this allowing... is one of my
2: favorite parts of the game is the pieces of armor that you can yeah. collect. They yeah. are, for the most part, kind of difficult. They're kind of side missions that you have to get. But once you collect it,
0: most of them seem like they come from those pocket dimensions.
2: Some of them, a lot of them don't. But once you collect that piece of armor, you get the bonus from the armor, even if you're not wearing it. So you're not you're not forced to wear armor to have the bonus and then, you know, forced to wear a piece of armor that maybe you don't think aesthetically looks very good just to get. The bonus from that armor You can wear any armor you want Or no armor And you can change the color of any armor piece Which is so much fun to do And I'm so glad that I'm not like Bound to wearing certain pieces of armor just to get those bonuses.
0: Yeah, that definitely was uh, was a surprise to me because you know it's one of those things you don't really see things like that. So yeah, very wise. The closest, the closest we better, get is Warcraft with being able to hide your helm and yeah, or trans- hide or your or shoulders right? or transmog exactly. So you know, getting that ability, I thought that was actually really cool. So die, um, man. But yeah, the the like the rare that you get to upgrade your weapons they are these like grid based skill based uh trees that each weapon that you can buy from the uh what's her name the vendor oh man uh oh, it's like miss
2: miss Zir- zircon
0: or zircon, something yeah zircon, something, like, something that. like that she's 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 an undercover agent for the resistance <laughs> And she's so giddy about it It's so oh, funny Oh man yeah She's so excited to be doing this undercover work um, There's so many weapons And they all do so many like different things And yeah. they're so creative Like the pixelated gun Or the ray gun Or the the gun that shoots the little fungi out Or the lightning rod like, And they, oh, and they man, have their the so uses cool. too. They do I They use have almost their strengths Every single gun yeah, I rotate very, very frequently between all of them, and I try to keep them all somewhat leveled up. Like, I don't have any of right. my guns under level three, I think. I've actually been using them enough to where I've been able to keep them somewhat leveled up with the story progression.
2: I'm a big fan of the shatter bomb glove, which shoots the grenades out. That's, Those are that's perfect kind of been the for one that boss I've-
0: fights, dude
2: yeah oh it's it's great that and the uh oh what's it called the the cannon it's the it's the big beam that shoots out
0: yeah the big giant laser beam that like fries Nullify, everything in n- its path. Nullifier cannon or something yeah, like fries that fries yeah. everything in its path and as you oh, level it up love the it. more enemies you hit the more damage it does <laughs> it's so so fun <laughs> all, i mean and all of them are fun all of them are useful yeah. And I mean, Ratchet and Clank's always been that way. Like they've always had these crazy weapons, you know, the the weapon that turned things into sheep. I'm sure you remember those commercials yep. from back in the, you know, back in the day. So they've always been out there with their weaponry. And it's, it's fun that they kind of keep that going. You're listening to ER Dolis. You're listening to Zordum and Gloom. You are listening to Culmination at Corsan Five. I've really been having a blast with this. I think Insomniac, and they said they did this game with no crunch. Did you see that? Which I, I thought did was, see uh, that. Yep,
2: 40-hour work weeks.
0: Yeah, very impressive. Very you know, impressive.
2: We talk sometimes about about game development studios that have earned my trust and, and earned you know my, my loyalty when they put something out, and Insomniac has climbed that list for me. I've loved everything they've put out for the last few years, and I love the, the culture they have
0: as a studio. It's, it's pretty amazing how fast they do things too like they're around oh, time from game to game they they have to have some sort of shortcuts and tricks that they figured out to be able to do this because they went from you know Spider-Man to oh man what was the one in between oh uh no was there something between Spider Man and Miles Morales for Insomniac? I don't think like there was. No,
2: there might have been. But at any rate, like you're right. Was. I mean, even the turnaround from Spider Man to Miles Morales wasn't terribly long. And then and Miles then making... Morales to Ratchet was like six months. But right. I mean, they've been working
0: on Ratchet for longer than
2: that. Sure. So, I mean, they're they're cranking out these good games, but this is the importance, too, of, of game direction and the, you know, a, a good company culture where people like working there and they have a, a good
0: job. Productivity is high. The product that they make is really good and everybody likes it. They did do a game in between Spider-Man and Miles Morales. I thought so. They did that um, PC VR Stormland game for the oh, Oculus yeah. Rift. I thought they had did so. And it actually did pretty well. I mean, it's sitting at an 81 on Metacritic again. That's not bad. They don't usually, you know, make a bad game. So, right. (laughs) But I, but I thought they had did something. And that's why I didn't remember it because I never played it because I don't have an Oculus and never really look into VR stuff that often. But um, I'm super interested to know where they're going to go from here now, right? Now that Ratchet and Clank is out, now that they're a Sony first party studio, what are we going to get next from them? Do we get a Spider-Man 2? Do we get Sunset Overdrive 2? Since Sunset Overdrive is, you know, coming to PlayStation 5, supposedly, and they own that IP. Do we get yeah, another Ratchet? I would, I would not I, I be mean, surprised do, to see a new Sunset Overdrive. Me neither. And I mean, it's Insomniac, right? We know they're going to pump out more games than probably any other studio over the course of the next few years that, that is within Sony. So we'll probably get all of those before we get one game from, say, Sony Bend or something like that. So right. it's crazy how fast they work there. I wonder how many people are actually, you know, how many internal studios they have. I guess Insomniac to be able to do that because they're always so good, man. Like I said, I'm having so much fun with Ratchet. I, I I'm glad to see that it did sit so high on uh, on Open Critic and on you know the the Metacritic for what was it 89? I think on Open Critic. So yeah, I th- yeah, last week, yeah, yeah. So not bad, not bad at all. Not quite the 92 that I thought it would come in at last week. It's too bad. uh, I think I'm leaning around that area though, like in terms of if I were to sit down and pen a review for this, I would say probably somewhere around the nine, right? That's kind of where I'm at right now. Nine
2: or 9.5 for me. There's very little to dislike about this game.
0: I haven't really disliked anything yet. You know, there, there have been a few times where I've gotten stuck say, on terrain that I shouldn't have gotten stuck on. Yep. but I've had that happen as well. That's not a huge, where your character gets like stuck floating in space or whatever. Right. And you have to hope that you just catch on to something and you can jump off or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, you Spam jump a couple times until he falls to the ground, right? Right. And then I had one time, um, and it was very early in the game, during the parade route actually, where I fell off when I was bouncing on a balloon and I fell for eternity. Like, it was one of those bugs where I never actually died. I haven't had one of those yet. That's the only time I had it. And like I said, it was the very beginning of the game. I was just fucking around. I was showing Jessica, you know, how pretty it looked. And I bounced right off a balloon and I just kept falling. And she's like, oh, that doesn't look good. And I was like, yeah, probably not. (laughs) But I mean, I haven't really encountered it since. And... Even the the terrain bugs, as I've gotten further into the game, the the terrain was mostly just in necropolis city where I would get stuck on things. I noticed with Ratchet, like once you got to Sargasso, I didn't really notice any issues with with Ribbit getting stuck on terrain. Yeah, so, yeah. so I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, I haven't I really have had, it had as too, many character too Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I think that probably would would keep it from being like a, a perfect ten out of ten for me. I could agree with that, yeah. But it is a fantastic game that I think anybody that enjoys these style of games would love. Fucking dude, Davy Cakes. Platinum the game in... Unbelievable, man. 15 hours, like I said last week. It's insane. What un- a god. Insane. Yeah, and, and it makes me want to platinum it because I guess it's not that hard. Like, that's an easy platinum trophy. It only took him like 15 hours or something like that. There are some
2: tough stuff to find, though. The, the Is it the teddy bears or something like that that are scattered around? Those are not
0: marked on the map, and they can be tough to find. They can be tough to find. So, you know, if you're opposed to, I guess, using a guide or something to get the trophy, then it might take you a while. But when I go for a platinum, I usually follow a platinum guide. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just makes it so much easier. Oh, sure it does, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I haven't gotten a platinum trophy in a while, so maybe... Maybe, but I don't know, because that one is a short one. That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. And uh, thanks again to Kyle for being on the episode, even though it was recorded for a different show. <laughs> Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BGMania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you can drop on over to our YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable twitter instagram and facebook will be the place to do so check that description box for the appropriate links and of course in that description box you will find a link to our discord server click it join it and interact with us taking us out of this episode we're going to be taking a listen to join me at the top which is the credits music from Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, released again June 11th, 2021, composed by Mark Mothersbaugh, Wataru Hokuyama, Robin Atkin Downs, and Armin Shimmerman. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.
1: At last, stuck at the top. If I ever lost, I think I'd just drop. My never ending story of success is a lonely refrain, so I've one request. Join me at the top. Why don't you join me? Where the stars all shine and join me at the top. Why won't you join me? Let our powers combine. You know I can't resist a ditty, so join me. Oh wait, well, what a pity. Looks like I've gone. They can't come up. I'm everything you're not. Oh. No, ah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I said that's pretty good. Oh, it's wonderful. Look at me and my flawless schemes The kind you could never dream up in your dreamiest of dreams Aren't you so lucky to have me to revere Your flawless yet lawless emperor right here Join me at the top Why don't you? Join me where the stars all shine And I will never flop No, I won't Just join me Go on, fall in line And no one's given me good reason To stop my usual power season Join me at this spot I forgot I'm everything you're not who am I? Our greatness? And who are you? Wait, wait, I'm not going to see this. You're no good without me. What? How dare you ever doubt me? What? Now listen, as the Doctor sees the case? They join you at the top. Yes, they would. Join you where the stars all shine. And boy, I'm so freaking hot. You're scalding. I should have them up. But you will not. It's all kinds of rad. And hilarious. To be all big and bad. And To so join me on my plot. Never mind. Forgot I'm everything you're know. the not. <laughs> 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 <laughs>